Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition of To The Point Podcast. Everybody's doing well. And tonight, we are here to talk about a lot of different things. We're at the midway point of the NHL season, if you can believe it. A lot of teams are still getting through games 35 to 40 because of COVID and other reasons. But we're near the midway point, so I thought it's a, a great time to get a few great minds together and talk about some some awards from around the NHL, talk about some teams, some, the best story we've seen so far, and uh, amongst other things. But uh, joining me tonight, first I'll introduce him. He's been on before. We, are, we had a great chat um, a month and change ago about the Chicago Blackhawks situation. And uh, I, I texted him this, but I'll tell him here again as I introduce him. I appreciate him coming on talking about it. It was actually one of the most viewed videos in the history to the point. So I credit him for that. But um, Clayton, thanks for coming back on and uh, thanks for making time tonight. Hey, Juggy. Uh, no, man, I'm, I was, again, I'm super pumped to join to the point podcast again. I, uh, I was watching the, honestly, I was watching our last talk and I was still going, I'm still baffled by it, honestly. And it may or may not be on the, my list of topics to be discussed later on but yeah no i'm glad to be back and uh, excited to see where this combo gets and also joining uh for the second time second appearance here uh he joined me to talk about the nfl earlier in the season and he's sporting his buffalo bills sweatshirt coming off the afc east victory over on sunday it is walker campbell walker hello again and congrats hey <laughs> thanks for having me uh, thank you. Uh, it, was a, it was a very good weekend for me, uh, football-wise. Uh, made a bit of money, so look, we're looking good going into the playoffs. Um, I'm uh, glad to be back to discuss some hockey, possibly some Washington Capitals, maybe. Let's see. Yeah, Washington right around first place in the Metropolitan Division. Um, they look good. Uh, they're playing better than I thought they would, but... Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, we're midway point of the season, and I, I just thought we'd start with kind of a, a good story or the best thing to happen so far in the NHL season in your guys' perspective. And, Craig, I'll start with you. What uh, what has really been the best, top of mind for you, the best story so far, 2021-2022 uh, NHL season? Well, to be totally honest, I honestly like I don't I honestly don't watch much sports like just me being a student and I work a bit part time too I don't have much time to watch sports um, so mostly like I know it's like the 2021 year but like the past like the past full year hockey wise I find like there's been a lot of like milestones that have been kind of broken and that are like records that are on their way of being broken like Ovi like I'm mm -hmm. saying it right now he will break Gretzky's record I think he'll break I think he'll mm -hmm. break Gretzky's record mm -hmm. okay and, like I've never I've honestly I've never been like a huge huge Ovi fan but just watching him like play especially at his age now and he still loves to play and loves to score goals. Like it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. So I'm going to say that. Um, also the amount of rookies this year who are just like 
blowing my mind. Like Raymond from Detroit is blow- like I mm. never, I never heard of him honestly. Like before, like honestly, I don't watch much hockey. I don't. I really don't. And I legit watched a few of his highlights, man. And he's like the real deal. And this is mm. he's a rookie, right? So, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's crazy the amount of talent that is gonna be coming into the NHL. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Detroit as a whole, uh Raymond, Cider, uh those I mean those two guys are studs. You mentioned Trevor Zegras, who's taken the league by storm. He's so fun. John Tortorella doesn't like him, but I, I certainly do. Um I, I like that. Uh I, I also think Ovi will break the record. I never would have said that a couple of years ago. Um, Creighton, as you know, Walker and I are big Ovechkin fans. I uh, had a decal of him in my law for about 10 years of my life. So that if I didn't like him, I don't know, I wouldn't have the decal. But um, Walker, for you, best story at this point of the NHL season? Ooh, uh, yeah, honestly, I feel like there's been a lot of down stories, you know, the whole COVID uh, the whole Chicago Blackhawks incident. I mean, I guess that was in a way sort of nice to finally get it up to par, getting it out there. Right. Um, the Evander Kane situation has been kind of a, but uh, I actually have a team for best story and it is the Anaheim Ducks. I like it. They, they already have more wins than they did last year in total. Uh, they finished 30th in the NHL last year. And I believe they're second in their division right now. Yep. I just, they have everyone playing at such a high level. Uh, Zegras has been amazing. Getzlav, the that old guy has been great. <laughs> Gibson <laughs> has been really good. Another really good story uh, this year has been goaltending. There are so many goaltenders that are playing out of this world. I had such a hard time uh, making a list for uh, the Vesna award for today. It was really hard. I had about like eight guys. It took me probably an hour to cut it down. <laughs> yeah, it is really tough. I, I had the same problem because I was like, uh, there's a lot of, but yeah, I mean, Anaheim, you know, just their coach alone and Dallas Eakins. And he's been fired like five yeah. times now, but he's still there. Uh, you mentioned Gibson, uh, their defense, I, I really like their, they're fun to watch. Gets laugh yeah. out in the youth. He's been bald since 22, but he's still, <laughs> you know, he, look, he looks younger now than, than he did back then. Um, but yeah, I, I love that one. Yeah. You mentioned the worst story. Yeah. Vander Kane. I think we'll get to that in a minute. Cause I want to have that discussion because I think <laughs> it's a really big one, but I, I touched on it earlier, but yeah. Um, best story for me. I, I like the Anaheim one. That was on my list. It was on my, my short list. Um, Kale McCarr is, a, is a, you know, that's a story in and of itself. I mean, that guy, every, it's one thing to score 16 goals. When they're all uh, top shelf, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Nashville Predators. And the Nashville, I, I still don't know how uh, that they are in first place in their division because they're actually in a tough – like the Central is no slouch. Minnesota is a good team. St. Louis – um, Winnipeg's been a big disappointment, but somehow they're in first place. John Hines, Matthew Shane's got 16 goals. I, the guy's still in the league. I mean, that's another, you know, the fact that he's ripping yeah. it up again. Roman Yossi's, I mean, he's obviously a great player, but 
but they trade Ryan Ellis. They on paper they get worse, but they are first at this point. I don't know if they'll be there at the end of the year, but I gotta give credit to that organization for competing hard. They never seem to tank. They always are in the fight. And Nashville, uh, you know, sits at top of the central uh, at, the, at the midway point. So kudos to them. Yeah, big kudos. They've um, been unreal. UC yeah. Saros. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, definitely <laughs> in that in that Vesna discussion. I forgot um, that would have Ellis. Imagine if they had him now. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that that wouldn't hurt them. That's for sure. Uh, that, that you know, it's More definitely Phil Myers is younger and potentially better longer term, but he seems to be in the press yeah. box more than he's playing. So, <laughs> winning despite that trade. Um, let's go to Evander Kane. Um, you know, I think this is such a a tough topic because. You know, there's some really great things happening happening with the Hockey Diversity Alliance right now, which, which is great. I mean, people, I think that is, it needed to happen. It's a positive thing. But I do think you can separate the two. Uh, obviously, Evander Kane being a, a black player in the NHL, which is, which obviously he's a, a minority uh, in that when it comes to the number of black players, the number of indigenous, different, you know, non-white players in, in the league. But He's not been a great teammate. He's not been a great citizen off the ice. So, Cray, I'll start with you. Does he deserve a fifth, sixth chance in Edmonton or another place? I mean, I, I love a second chance, but he seems to be—he seems to get them, you know, every other day. Yeah, like it's a—I don't know, man, because it's true. Like, obviously, there's something that he's not doing for the team or there's there's lots of stuff that he is doing for the team but in the wrong way um but i mean the nhl is a business and he is like when he wants to be he does have some talent and he can be an effective hockey player um where that is though i don't know like he's he's really been one of those guys that are kind of you start you're starting to look at as unreliable mm-hmm. and someone who can't who can't handle that life but like for me to say that's a little bit harsh because i don't know really what that life is like off the ice you know what i mean so mm-hmm. but i mean from a hockey perspective i wouldn't want a guy on like that on my team if he's constantly bringing negative energy and negativity to the room or whatever but if Edmonton thinks that they can handle that and sign them then and he can benefit their team then I don't see why not and from a business perspective yeah he certainly got talent uh but Walker what, what's your take on Evander Kane potentially going to the Oilers or another team in the NHL so I think think someone will sign him I feel like we're almost in like an Antonio Brown situation where this guy Mm -hmm. keeps doing these ridiculous stunts maybe not to the extent of Antonio Brown but uh, it's been pretty clear how poor of a teammate he is I don't think anyone when he was in Winnipeg actually liked him they I know for a fact Dustin Bufflin didn't Uh, he he goes he goes to San Jose 
pulls all these stunts, the gambling thing comes out, you know, the domestic case comes out, uh, this whole new COVID uh, airport flying thing comes out, um, <laughs> terminating his contract. I just, I mean, I think Edmonton will sign him because they could use anything. They're so bad. I, <laughs> they could use a beer league player from, from Miramichi for crying out loud. Like <laughs> that's how bad they are. But are you uh, available? Like, yeah, give give me your number. <laughs> give me your number. We're we're available. We usually play twice a week at the uh, LBA. If any NHL <laughs> scouts want to check us out. <laughs> um, but no, I, I personally I don't think he he should be back in the league. I mean, wh- why would you want a guy like that? You know, I've unreliable you like you don't know what he's going to do you know he's not going to be a locker room guy he's not gonna uh, be a for the team player you know for him it's all about the money yeah, yeah. I, yeah I he doesn't know. he doesn't doesn't know how to handle that money no, no. <laughs> I, I don't know good thing, he's not getting <laughs> good thing vegas isn't signing him true <laughs> you guys see mcdavid's react like when he was yeah. like released he seemed thrilled yeah, I, the fact that Ryan O'Reilly had him in Buffalo, and O'Reilly in part said, I mean, Buffalo's a tire fire all the time anyway, but he also <laughs> said, I'm considering retiring from the game of hockey, which he loved. He said, I don't love it anymore. And Evander Kane <laughs> was a part of that. I mean, <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly is like hockey. I love it. Like, I'll no, you know, I'll play till I die. And he's like, okay, Evander came for five minutes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, let's try table tennis. Like, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, but he is all, I mean, he's such a good player. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. I mean, he plays a style that is so rare now. I mean, he's a, a Tom Wilson S player, uh, to correlate to you, Walker. He, he, um, he checks, he hits, he can score 30 goals. He's a top line winger. I mean, he, he's in high demand and I'm sure at Ed, you mentioned Edmonton down the wing. I mean, they're thin in a lot of places. I mean, they're back end. <laughs> yes. Walker, I mean, you were texting about this, about Evan Bouchard, you know, playing oh. like boo boo the fool out there, but <laughs> um, they could use him, And I think McDavid would like playing with him if his head's on straight. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, who does McDavid play with now? Yessie, Pooley, Arvey, and uh, a different winger every second night. Yeah, I mean, they 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 lack so much in almost every position. It is laughable. So yeah, I, I they have players who are like bottom six players playing top six minutes. So yeah, I I can understand why McDavid would be a bit excited to play with someone who's you know not a <laughs> bottom six forward, you know, someone with skill and uh, McDavid's a great passer. So someone who can finish and score. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand that point. Like if he is, if his head is on straight, I would want to play with him, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd take the chance. He's it's just, iffy. It's iffy. Yeah. It, it, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no pun it's, intended. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep yeah, keep him away from the tables. He might be okay for a little bit. Um, yes, I, I think he'll be signed by some team, but it'll be interesting to see if Edmonton does get him because we know 
they're they're desperate and they're gonna be acting in desperation here because Ken Holland seemed pretty desperate this morning in his uh media availability. Um great best team right now, NHL at this point in time, you have one team, you're like, okay, I'm for my life, this team's playing for me. Who's the best team? Um I had like four, but if I was to put like my money on one, yeah, I'd honestly go, and I honestly never thought I would say this, like, but I'd go Florida. Like, I would, I would, I would say, you know what, like Florida, for some reason, has just been on fire this season, and. It's like they've always had like a decent team, but and for some reason they could never pull a crowd. I never understood that. It must I don't know why, but like they've been going off the past couple of seasons, man. And like I feel like they're due. Like I like I feel like something's brewing. They're first in. They, I don't I don't know. I think they're first. I think they're first in the NHL, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. like. Not bad. Okay. Or to be better than first. My <gasps> second one. My second one was Carolina, though. I like Carolina too. Mm-hmm. Carolina's a very good team. They, yeah. Yeah, I love Carolina. Yeah, they played the other night. Great game. Uh, two times they played this year, both went to overtime. Mm. Uh, so that kind of, you know, if it wasn't three on three, who knows how that goes? I'd love to see the two play in a series because I think that would be uh, fantastic. That'd be great. Walker. Trade's got Florida for his life. Who do you got? <laughs> I'm going uh, the opposite end of Florida. I'm going Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, defending Stanley Cup champions, I just think their roster is still so deep, so good. They, in my opinion, have the best goalie in the league, also mm-hmm. the best defenseman, probably the most mm, top three, like most skilled lineups terms of forwards so yeah i for me it was almost a no-brainer i I like them in almost any series and uh yeah yeah no caps no caps this time i no yeah surprised they need it they need it samsonov's good but i don't trust him yet he needs to prove some more but we'll, we'll talk on washington in a minute um yeah i'm not leaving south beach like you guys i'm i'm right down there i if I had to put money on it, you know, if my life was on the line, it'd be hard not to pick Tampa. However, I like to be right, so I'm going to stick with my <laughs> position, and even though it might be wrong later, I said before the season I thought Florida would win the Cup. And I'm going to pick Florida because that's I, I, I want to stick with my opinion. I, I, I look at this group. I think Bobrovsky's played fantastic this year. He's He's been phenomenal. I mean, Aaron Ekblad... One another great story. The past year and a half, he's played some of the best hockey in the world. I mean, he's been unreal. Huberdo is top in the league in assists. He passed McDavid last night. When does that happen? He passed McDavid in this category. Um, he's uh, you know Barkov was out for a long time. He still got sixteen goals. I mean, he scores shorthanded goals. He just down the ice, just a big moose. Somebody can give him up, take the puck from him. So I think they got depth. 
and you know, I, I wouldn't want to play either team in the playoffs. Uh, that's for sure. Either. And you know, these two teams played last year in the first round and it was a phenomenal, it was only five games, but I loved every second of it. Yeah. And I'd love to see these two teams meet up again this coming season. That was such a good series. Yeah, I agree. I mean, oh. yeah, they're, they're having a really good year. Aaron, Aaron Eckblad, uh, especially off the injury he had. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, a top five Norris contender right now. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the teams. I, I agree with you, Craig. I like Carolina a lot too um, because they, they just got balance. You know, they, yeah. they, every line can score. They defend really, really well. I I look at a team like Carolina and like Florida and, and Tampa for that matter. They don't have a defenseman that is really poor at getting the puck out of the zone. They all they can all move the puck effectively. And I think you look at teams that lose, they have a few defensemen that are just, you know, turnover machines and that can cost you in, 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 in a series. So I, um, I, I like those teams. Um, a team you expect to kind of skyrocket or really jump in the standings in the second half of the season. Walker, we'll start with you. A team that you're looking at and you say, they haven't done much yet, but I think they will in the second half. Yes, so I got a team on the rise right now, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Mm. Uh, ever since the firing, they have been fire themselves. They're 8-1-1 one one in their last 10 games. Uh, all their players are playing at a phenomenal level. Uh, goaltending, I love Thatcher Demko. I think he's he's really good. I love their forward core. They're, I find they have a pretty deep forward core. I mean, their third line, I think, is Bo Horvat who's great. Connor Garland, also great. Uh, I'm not sure who the left wing on that line is, but they have some other really good guys. JT Miller having a great year. Um, Besser, great goal scorer. I know Peterson's not having an ideal year, but mm -hmm. hopefully he can turn around. My only concern with them is their defense. I think their defense <laughs> is awful. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they have Luke Shen for crying out loud. I didn't know that guy still played hockey. He must be the slowest defenseman in the league. <laughs> he looks he looks like he's at slow-mo out there. <laughs> yeah, they got like three Luke Shens. Hamannick, Luke Shen. Yeah. Uh, I think. <laughs> they got huge, though. Yep, they do. They he's, he's, a hell, he's a hell of a player. He's a great offensive defenseman for sure. Yeah. I guess another team I, I just wanted to mention, I mean, they're doing great already, but I think uh, they're going to skyrocket even more, is Colorado. I think they finally mm -hmm. kind of have everyone back from injuries. And, wow, they're wicked. I've watched their last few games. That McKinnon line is insane. Kale McCarr is insane. I yeah. cannot believe how good he is. Um, but, yeah, I just think they have such a good forward core, too. Like Nazem Kadri having a incredible year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think uh, Kadri's first in points per game, I believe, actually. And, uh, yeah, they've been hot, too. They're also 8-1-1 in their last 10. And I, I think they'll be – I think they'll jump up to first in their division. But, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't, too, because they're, they're just too deep. And especially in the regular season, the way the game's played, it's so open. It really favors their style of play. Yeah, they're they're red hot right now, even though they, they did lose last night, but they still got a point um, in Nashville. 
Creighton for you, team that you're looking at and you're like, okay, this team's got more. They're going to play well second half of the year. I was going to say Colorado, honestly, because like Walker said, like now they got everything working for them and everyone back. And like, I don't think people understand how good, like one, how good Nathan McKinnon is by himself. And then when you have defense like Kale McCarr and like a solid like goalie and you have like everything working for that team, and, like everybody wants to win on that team. Like you can tell by the way they play, like they're playing for a reason. And I honestly can see them making a good run in the playoffs this year. I honestly thought they were going to win last year. I picked them in my pool, but it didn't happen that way. But Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I really like. I really did think they were gonna win last year. Um, they should have. They should have. That's. I really thought they would. Um, but I mean, yeah. I I would say, my I would say Colorado really as well. Shout out Devin Tay's career year. Yeah. Yeah. He's and they got a couple Maritimers on their team too, so it'd be cool to see them win. Yeah, Big Alex list. Newhook making a making some adi- making some plays there. Good for good Newfoundland boy. So good for him. Yeah. I thought about Van City. I worry about them though because in that winning streak they played like nobody. Uh, that is any good. Uh, and they technically <laughs> get shellacked last night by Florida. But you know, going, we just talked about going through Florida right now is the toughest road trip in hockey. Uh, used to be going, you know, in the early twenty in the early twenty tens when. When your Blackhawks were, were great, Creighton, that it was murderer's row to go through uh, L.A. L.A., Anaheim, San Jose, that was Death Valley of trips. Now you go through South Florida, you're getting spanked. Like, oh, they, yeah. Calgary went through it last week. They're lucky that they're happy to be alive getting out of there. Uh, Daryl oh. Sutter is going to have a, you know, an aneurysm if he had to stay there another day. Oh. But um, – I'm gonna go with a team that's starting to catch fire. They've had they had a slow burn, um, and I'm gonna say it's the Boston Bruins. And they just brought back Tuka Rask. He's not my favorite player in the world. Uh, the way he quit in the bubble really still bothers me. Again, he might his kid was ill or something. I'm not gonna get into it because I got when I talked about that last time, parents got mad at me, but whatever. I'm not a parent. Walker, you, you can grill me about that some other time. Oh, grill, yeah. Um, yeah, you can grill <laughs> off, off air. You can grill me about that one. Um, but he, if, he's, if he's back to all form, he's a great goalie. They got a solid team. Um, you're starting to see guys lower. Charlie Coyle starting to find his game a little bit more. Uh, Grizzlick start. You know, he took a while without Tory Crew, without guys being there. Uh, McAvoy plays well. I, I just they still lack something at the bottom of their lineup. I don't see them winning a cup, but I would be completely stunned if they're not at least one of the two wildcard teams cut them up, coming out of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they've been really good lately. They just spanked my Capitals. Actually, that was a pretty Oof. embarrassing game to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, a, wasn't a good one to watch, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, they've been on a roll lately. I uh, I had them in my short list, but decided to go with Van City instead. Well, I I won't ask about Creighton's team because Chicago, they're. I think I think I think they're out to pasture this year. But yeah. um, what are your thoughts on your your caps, Walker? What, what what's the ceiling for this team? 
Uh, I think I think they could win it all. I'm not I'm not gonna rule that out. Uh, the, I don't know about the chances. Uh, I don't really love their goaltending. Their defense kind of has something that lacks to be desired. I won't lie. They they've definitely had better decors in the past years, but they're on a slump right now. They've lost four in a row. Uh, yeah. But, they just got Backstrom back, so hopefully he can kind of get his legs back and uh, make something happen. Because against Boston, he looked like he was out for a free skate. He looked terrible. <laughs> I uh, picked him in one of my DraftKings fantasy pools. He got me uh, a big donut zero. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think they have potential, especially uh, in the East. But... I don't know. It's, a t- it's definitely a tough road to get to the final. There are a lot of good teams this year. Yeah, and but one good thing is they're in the easier division. Yeah, yes. I'd, I'd much rather play the Rangers than play <laughs> yes. Florida, or even I'd rather play New York than Toronto this year, to be honest, um, because I think there's some the, the Atlantic's pretty stacked with 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 good, with, especially the top Boston creeping in there as well. But yeah, um, yeah, um, so. Let's get to the awards. I yeah, this was a tough little project because I I went through it and I'm like, oh, okay, this will be easy. And I, but then I like to be thorough and I I went through numbers and I go through my personal, you know, who I like because I don't just you know I think you know let's we'll start with the Norris Trophy and I'll give my little scuttlebutt here. I I hate that the award goes to the highest point getting defenseman because I don't think that defines you as the best defenseman. That's just me personally. I, you know, if you can play really good in your own zone and you're really effective moving the puck, I think you should be rewarded for that. Um, and, and you know, much, you know, plus minus is an archaic stat. I don't even look at that one anymore, but you know, it, I, I think there there's merit. I think this award needs to be kind of morphed a little bit, yeah. but for you guys, was this one an easy one to to pick? Creighton, who do you have as your Norris winner? I had Kale McCarr for me. Yeah. Because, man, like, when you think about it, dude, like, he's only, what, 20? I think he's 23. He's 22 or 23. Yeah, he's young. He's young, and he puts so much weight, like, defensively on his shoulders and offensively, too. Like, he can produce offensively and in his own zone. Like, he – he rarely makes a costly mistake. So he would be a guy that I would put all of my faith in to have on the blue line. That's just me. So I picked Cam McCarr for mine. Yeah, he's 23. He's the same age as us, Craig, if you can believe it. That's fucking insane. He's a, nine, he's a 98. Yeah, just um, as good yeah. as you too, Craig. Yeah. yeah, well, you well, you well, I'm going to my videos. this is why you should draft me videos like the football yeah. ones yeah yeah <laughs> in the archives yeah. <laughs> Link i have me, i uh, have this is why you shouldn't draft me videos. <laughs> we got some call my career. um we'll, we'll put the links in the bio in the uh underneath <laughs> Yeah, yeah you can find it in the show notes. Um, Walker Norris, easy one to pick for you. No, not at all. This was incredibly tough. So 
I have uh, my guy, John Carlson. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't hate that Um, This was really tough. I had five guys out on my sheet today, and I was at work going over it. It, it took me forever to decide, but uh, I decided to go with Victor Hedman. Um, mm-hmm. In my opinion, I, I still believe he's the best defenseman in hockey. Uh, he's incredibly effective offensively leads the league in points as a defenseman. Uh, he's shown time and time again, he's one of the most reliable defense in the zone. He's very good with, uh, you know, the stick poke checking. Uh, he's very big and strong, great in front of the net, great at clearing the puck, uh, great at battling along the boards. So, and plus uh, Tampa Bay is doing amazing this year. So, and I think team record kind of has to, uh, play an effect right. a bit. So yeah, I have Hedman and, uh, I feel good about it. Who did you have right below him? Uh, I had I can list off my five. If you would like, I got under him. I had Kale McCarr. Then I had Yossi. Then I had Ekblad. Then I had Fox. Nice. Not to yeah. That's that's a good list. That's that's tough to that's tough to pick through. Um, yeah, Headman was definitely on my list. He's when you're the best in the world it's hard not to have you on the list every year because yeah. you know, it's kind of like the lidstrom effect where he you know won seven in a row uh yeah. <laughs> after 30 um and one woman <laughs> at 40 years old but um you know head like headman if he plays long enough he could win one in his mid-30s i think because he's that good uh if his body can hold up um so i had him there I had Ekblad on my list, as you mentioned, Walker. I mean, he's, uh, I'm such a fan, and I, I think he's playing fantastic. Scored another big goal last night. Yes. I had Jacob Slavin on my short list. Uh, he's he's one of my favorites. Uh, he's a sneaky little devil. Um, he never gets talked about, but he plays on a really good team. He might be the most sound defenseman in the NHL. So that's one of my non-points guys. But I had to go with Kale McCarr. And – I may, you know, I think this can change because, but if McCarr ends up scoring 30 goals, there's a 0.0% chance he will not win the Norris Trophy. (laughs) It it will be such an easy vote because that'll be the headline. You know, Hedman's still great. Tampa might win the third straight cup, but McCarr, I mean, he's got 16 already. And, yeah. What he's doing to great hockey plays, he's making them look like, you know, Pinocchio's father out there. I mean, it's just, it's not fair. I mean, the, per, poor Kirby Doc is just, I think he's still in witness protection oh. um, after, that, <laughs> after that movie put on him. But, I mean, he's so fun to watch. And I, I think the narrative of potentially a 25 to 30 goal season will weigh a lot when it comes to voting. Yeah. Uh, my he is probably the best skating defenseman in the league. It's it's honestly amazing to watch him play. Like he's so mobile, fast, and shifty. Like it's it's insane how he is, especially on the blue line. You see him kind of just shifting around. It's yeah, and it's, he plays it's with, beautiful. He plays with so much confidence too. Like he doesn't hesitate. Like he knows what he can do, and he if he sees the puck five feet away. Like he's so smart, he knows what to do and when to do it, even before he even touches the puck. Like it's it's crazy to watch him do what he does. 
No, he uh, to that point, he has no fear. He's just okay. Give me the puck. I'll whiz by a shelf, and then yeah. next shift, like let's go. Um, and Devontae is a great pairing for him because he Devontae's is he'll he'll sit back, but he knows when to jump. He's such a smart hockey player, yeah. and I think they're they're a great great pair. And too bad for the Islanders that they had salary cap problems that basically give him away for free uh, because that's was a steal of a deal. Give Let's up go. someone else. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> know why it was him. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would have picked somebody else. I would have picked Pellick or somebody yeah, like else. Pellick or Mayfield, like literally. Even Letty. Yeah. Literally anyone other than yeah. him. I don't <laughs> understand it. I mean, they still made the conference final and they traded him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they doing that this year? <laughs> no, no. But, but <laughs> hey, that's for who who cares about this year? This year is true, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Selkie trophy. Um this was a tough one to pick for me. I uh this award is normally not a very creative one, if you ask me when it comes to voting. It's normally like, okay, Patrice Bergeron, we know you usually win it, so let's just give it to you. Uh but um, Walker, I'll start with you. Selkie Trophy. Who did you have winning this award? Uh, I actually, this was hard, honestly, doing research on this one. I, uh, but yeah, I had uh, Austin Matthews. Actually, I think he's, uh, I think he's an incredible two-way player. Um, especially his own end, he's very good on the draws. Uh, he's very big and strong. Like I. I don't know. This award doesn't really weigh much to me. Like, I, it's kind of a, a weird award. Like, I feel like it always goes to kind of like the like, Lady Bing. It's yeah. It's just like an odd one. Like, I feel like it kind of always goes to a centerman who you know is a, a good defensive forward. And yeah. like, I feel like if you just kind of have that label, you're automatically in the discussion, like Bergeron or like a Barkov. But, right. Yeah, I think Matthews have been. Uh, I think he's a very good uh, two way player. And uh, I keep seeing everywhere that he's the number one uh, nominee for it. So it must hold a little bit of weight. <laughs> yeah, it must be those uh, writers from The Athletic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're really, really trustworthy yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about you, Selkie Trophy? I had, and he's won it before. It was, I think he, he won it like two years ago. I had Sean Couturier. Um, same, honestly, like Walker said, this, like, I don't know much about this award, but like, I find it always does go to like a, just like a, a smart centerman. Mm-hmm. And I find that like Couturier is just like one on one of those teams that you don't really like, you don't hear much about that. But when you like look at his game, like he's really like... He thinks defense like all the time when he's in his own zone. And like, as soon as he breaks that blue line, like he just can switch on the offensive as well. So I said, yeah, I, I went a little more off the board. I had my, my top three were in third. I had Bergeron two. I had Nazem Kadri. I, I, Good point getter, which is starting to become more and more with the award. But I also think he plays really well defensively. He's always been known for that. He back checks hard. 
it's it's never been about his compete level. It's been about containing that aggression sometimes and containing that compete level um, in in opportune moments for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in the past. But I uh, I went with Anthony Sorelli of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and yes. um, yeah. he's just he's a really he's a sneaky really good player. Yeah, he, you know you hear about Braden Point and you hear about Cooch and you hear about Hedman and, and Vasilevsky. But Sorelli is always in the right position. He seems to always make the right play. He seems to score big goals. He seems to stop the opposing team's best players from having offensive production. So I look at Sorelli as a really unsung hero in Tampa. And uh, he, he only gets better year over year for, for a really good team. That's true. There is a lot of like uh... – like those like third line centermen that are really, really underrated, especially if they're on very good teams like mm-hmm. Sorelli. Um, yeah. Do you think, uh, in, speaking of like good two way forwards, maybe not so much now, but back in his prime, you think uh, Crosby would be a good selfie winner? I'm shocked he never won one. Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. Because he's been, he's, he's an incredible, he's incredible on the dry. He's, so good in his own end too. Uh, I, I wonder if it's kind of like fatigue, where voters just like, hey, he won the heart this year. I'm not voting him for for the Selkie either. Like you want somebody else wants to pick up a trophy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. It's like kind of like a LeBron James MVP thing. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Even like Jordan back in the day, like yeah, exactly. he should have won way more than he did. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's not give it to him this year. He's kind of an a hole. That okay. is wild. He hasn't won one though. Yeah, like, ever. And he never will now. No, you know, he doesn't no. play that game as much anymore. So. Yeah, that's that's incredible that uh, he hasn't. Um, Jack Adams, Coach of the Year. Uh, this is uh, always an interesting award. It seems to always go to the best story uh, more often than not, or you know, it, sometimes it differs, but. Creighton, we'll start with you this time. Uh, Coach of the year goes to. I'd say Bruce Boudreau. Just from. Bruce, there it is. Bruce, there it is. Just because, like, man, like, he he just comes out of, like, just comes out of nowhere, goes into Vancouver after they probably have had one of the worst starts that they've ever had it was a disaster and there's been a lot of them like (laughs) yeah like it was a it was a shit show yeah and then he just comes out of nowhere and now they're like back on track and whatever he was doing and whatever he's done is working and like it's like a whole different team in a sense so uh, absolutely. I would, I would say that was that was probably one of I had him, and then my second one was uh, Rob Brendamore. He he should just be nominated for the award every year because he's such a damn good coach. I know uh, the way the way he runs that team and they they play his system and they never seem to bitch and complain about it. Like I yeah, Brendamore. The players always are happy and like yeah. A prime example I had for that was like they got Ethan Bear from Edmonton mm-hmm. right after all of the like the backlash that he faced like in from the people of Edmonton and all that stuff and then 
ever since then he's been doing better than he's ever been doing in Edmonton and he's honestly like he seems happier there and likes his team and the organization as a whole and like I just it, they're doing stuff right over in Carolina and it's obvious and I think the organization itself is really really well run but Brendan Moore is a hell of a coach yeah oh he, he sets a culture and that's yeah. the biggest thing you can do as a coach and like you said Baird is fit in and doesn't have to deal with that BS and he can actually play with competent defensemen, which is a nice thing to do when you're playing a team. Um, <laughs> uh, Walker for you, Jack Adams award winner. Yeah. So, I mean, first off that Ethan bear trade, I thought was a really bad trade. Um, they get Warren Fogel. <laughs> and so anyway, I got, uh, I got John Hines. The Nashville Predators. Your Nashville story's uh holding a lot of merit here. Yeah, I think uh just the way they're playing is amazing. And uh he's been able to get all the players on the same page. He's gotten uh, a lot of players kind of getting out of slumps like mm-hmm. um Matthias Eckholm is starting to play really good now as of lately. Matthew Shane is a point yeah. per game, hasn't been that in a while. Ryan Johansson if you forgot about him he's alive <laughs> he's got i think 28 or 29 points this year almost a yeah. point per game and i mean yozy playing at an unreal level sorrows uh on playing unreal uh the amount of confidence that they have in him is is great and it's paying off so yeah i got john hines and uh yeah i got one of two johns i i would either go with john, john hines or john yeah. <laughs> best media award goes to John yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I would have John Hines or John Cooper and I look at Tampa yes they got great players but look at who they lost in the offseason yeah. they lost their entire third line they, they had to depart with great great players and everybody's like well I don't know Tampa lost all these guys and uh, Toronto's gonna surpass them you know, uh, James Myrtle and all these writers, oh, yeah, they're going to stink. Okay, yeah. Who's got more points? Yeah. Tampa, who's going to coach the <laughs> Olympic team? John Cooper. Who's won back-to-back cups? John Cooper. And he still does it. Like, he's been there a decade, and the team still plays really well. You see a lot of coaches just wear out their time with, with an organization. They're just like, enough of this coach they're still playing hard they still want to win the third cup as much as they want to win their first one and you got to give credit to him that the players don't fall asleep at the wheel they always seem to show up and play hard night in night out yeah i mean i'll go ahead creighton no i I was just gonna say i think like he can like there's the way that he conducts himself like he doesn't even like do it and like he's like i mean he obviously does it in a coach's way but he connects to his team and his players like mm-hmm. on a personal level. And like, he knows what each and every one of them are going through at the time. And, you know, he takes the time to deal with that. And like, you, there's not many coaches that take the time to actually get to know who they're working with. And yeah, like it's obvious that he, he's back to back Stanley cup champions. Like it's, it's working. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great coach. And like you said, Walk John Hines getting fired in New Jersey and doing what he's doing in, in Nashville. He deserves a ton of credit. 
Um, Vesna, goalie of the year so far. Boy, this one was a tough one. Uh, Creighton, don't Vesna start trophy. With me. Don't start with you. Okay, we'll start with Walker then. Uh, Walker, Vesna trophy, goalie of the year. Kind of take us through your process. This was by far the hardest one. Yeah. Of all. Um. I went back and forth for quite a while, but I ended on uh, I ended on Jack Campbell right now. Right now, he's my number one guy. Um, I think he's been outstanding. I mean, uh, he's he's played above expectation. I believe they brought Peter Mrazek in to have kind of like a, a tandem, mm-hmm. and he's completely stole the show. Uh, his his stats are are very good. <laughs> He has, um, I believe it's 18 wins. Yes, 18 wins. Uh, he has a 2.02 goals against average, a 9.35 save percentage. Uh, Toronto's a team on the rise. They're 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 playing really good hockey right now, and uh, yeah, he's been able to keep them in games. I mean, if you watched their last game uh, against Vegas, I think the shots were. I think I think the Leafs had I think eighteen shots. I, I think they were under twenty. Yeah, and uh, he was able. to Really, the last well. two games against Colorado, the only reason they got a point was because of Jack. Because Cameron. of him, yeah. <laughs> he's so he's getting peppered with shots, and I mean, no, he's he's playing unreal. That's who I got one. Um, just I guess a quick shout out to the other guys I got. I got Freddie Anderson right under him. He's mm. having a great bounce back here. Vasilevsky, obviously, he's playing yeah. good every year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a little dark horse, Tristan Jari. Yeah, he's on playing some damn good year. hockey. He's playing on some really, year. really good hockey, Tristan Jari. So, and Pittsburgh's been tearing it up lately. Gino, three points in his first game back last night. So, the old Russian bear still has a little left in the tank. <laughs> um, Creighton, uh, goalie of the year for you. I was actually – I'm glad you went first. Um, I'm going to say Frederick Anderson because of the whole Carolina thing, and I love Carolina. Um, also, just because the, the transition that he had to make coming to a new team and getting set and still producing the numbers that he's produced this season. And, you know, it, he really did just kind of come in there and put the team on his back, and he's been pretty – Stellar, really, for so far this season. So I said Frederick Anderson, and then I had Vasilevsky as well. And I was hoping to say Mark andre Fleury, to be totally honest with you. Um, yeah. yeah. I, was hoping, I was hoping to say him. Yeah, Fleury. Yeah. Um, but actually, well, like, shout out to him, though, for, like, beating every, every team. In the NHL, that's a yeah. Cool he's a hell. Of, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, he's an amazing goalie. Um, and I like like Chicago. I really thought would be better, like especially with Jones and the players. Oh yeah, Seth Jones. <laughs> you never know, Tyler Johnson, and like I, I really thought they were going to be decent, but maybe next season. It's always next year. Maybe yeah. Flurry will end the year in Edmonton with uh with Evander Kane. We'll exactly. see. Um, <laughs> They should sign him. Yeah. <laughs> this was tough. Yeah, I, I had all the names you guys mentioned on the list. And 
uh, at first I had Jack Campbell and then I scribbled him out. And then I had UC Saros and I scribbled him out. Then I had Vasilevsky and I scribbled him out. And I ultimately went with goalie Bob in, in Florida. And he's, his numbers have been good this season. He's, I mean, he's playing really good hockey. I mean, he's already won two Vesnas, so this would be his third with a with a, another organization, which would be pretty impressive. But um, I think he's kept them in games. He's played really well. You could say he's got a good team in front of him. But other than Soros and you could say Jari, uh, so do the other guys. Jack Campbell's got a really good team in front of him, as does Frederick Anderson. So I do think if, it, you know, goalie Bob's got good defenders in front of him. But every other than the two names I just mentioned with the elite play, um, I think a goalie that will win it if they're on a great team, they're gonna have they're gonna have good stats and a good record because the team is playing well in front of them. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, shout out to Bobrovsky back on the case. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, yeah, he's having a great year, especially all the backlash he took for playing so poorly last year, and everyone yeah. wanting to start Spencer Knight over him. But I think he won his first six or seven in a row. He went he went like a month and a half without the regulation loss. Yeah, exactly. So he's been unreal. Uh, I'm glad he's playing good. I have him in my fantasy pool. So <laughs> he's been risky, getting you some points then. Risky pick. What's that? He's been getting you some points then. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that brings us to the Hart Trophy. And um this one is the, the big one, the MVP of the league as of right now. Um, Creighton, this time I will start with you. Who is your Hart Trophy winner? Give it, Kind of give us your 3-2-1 if you want to. Bro, I honestly, like, I didn't even narrow this one down. You just have one guy? <laughs> no, well, like, eight guys. I have, like, I don't know. I I I I don't want to say McDavid because I don't think he will. But like, I don't know. He's he's doing he's all right. But I really I don't know, man. I he's like okay. this one. I don't, okay. I can't, I can't just pick one. Like really, like yeah, it's a close race for sure. Yeah, it's it's so hard, man. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to say, like, I don't even know. Walker, you go first. You go first. Pass me the mic. Yeah, yeah. you take the mic. O-V, O-V, O-V. That's who I thought. Yeah. Number two. one, Alex Ovechkin. Uh, he's third in the league for points. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think uh, the difference between him and uh, McDavid, even Dreisaitl, even guys – uh, like Huberto, Matthews, um, like he has more points than those guys. Um, his team is playing a lot better than Edmonton, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't really buy the whole giving someone the heart when they don't make the playoffs. I think that's kind of no. ridiculous. You can't be that. You can't be the best player in the league if you don't make the playoffs. No, period. exactly. It's not baseball. And, and what I I honestly one thing I will say is I think he has the best narrative of all all of the mm-hmm. players. I mean, he's 36. He's so great. He looks like he's 50. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and to be playing at such a high level at, at this 
uh, late in his career. It's just outstanding. And uh, yeah, he has, he is my number one. I, I had a, such a hard time with the next few because like I wanted to put McDavid and dry but their team is so bad. Uh, you know, I kind of had Matthews maybe in that discussion. He's been heating up lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even maybe I throw McCarr in there. Dale McCarr. Yeah. If he, if he keeps on this heater, uh, Jonathan Huberto was another guy I had. Yeah. He's been on a tear lately. Hubie dooby doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go before you if you want, Craig. Yeah, you go. You go. I do okay. have a list. I was just, I want to hear you. Okay. you All right. So, like Walker said, if you don't make the playoffs, you're off my list. Get get out. Don't even show up at my party. <laughs> like you're just you're you're no you're no use to me. Uh, you're Kirk Cousins. Like you're just not welcome. <laughs> um, and so as of now, McDavid would be number two for me. But if he doesn't make, like I just said, if he doesn't make the playoffs, you know, go fish. Uh, number three, I'd had Jonathan Huberto because I he's such a good player. Like he's and he's still underrated for some somehow he's still underrated, but I think he's such a good player. He, smart. He makes the right decision. I think he would have been on the top line for team Canada at the Olympics. Um, I, I, I just think the world of him. I also have Alex Ovechkin number one, and I don't think he will win it come the end of the year. I do think he'll have a great year. I do think he has the opportunity to win the rocket Richard trophy, but as of right now, he's been as valuable as Connor McDavid has been to his team. That's hundred percent. Uh, he has had that backstrom the whole year, you know, dry yeah. and McDavid played with each other every game other than the COVID game that McDavid missed against Toronto. And, you know, he's played really well. Wilson had a slow start. He's starting to come on, but Ovi's done a lot of it by himself. He's had multiple go games. He's, and something about Ovi that it, he doesn't, he's not the lazy guy that he was anymore. He does back check. He tries harder in his own zone. He'll never be, uh, you know, Mike bossy when it comes to effort, but he does do more. And I think, uh, like you said, the narrative could push him over the top for, uh, for MVP. Yeah. I mean him, he's also very physical. He has no mm-hmm. issue throwing a hit or blocking a shot. And, uh, also, Oshi was out for quite a while too. Yes, right. Um, yeah. So yeah. No, he is a great captain. Like really, like everything you could ask for out of a captain, Ovi is. It's um for my okay. Well, for my top three, then I'd go number three. I honestly say Victor Hedman. Nice. I would say just because like. He has 38 points mm-hmm. as a defenseman. And like Walker said earlier, he's a very, very reliable defenseman, offensively and defensively. Um, plus, he's huge, so, like, nothing really gets by him. It's a human wall. Literally, he's a human wall. How tall is he? Like, he be six, six four for sure, 6'5". Like, he's a fucking... Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Two, two, because you guys said it, it would be Ovi. Mm. Because, I mean, it's hard to really argue that. Like, he's been in the league for since 2004. Four. Yeah. That's <laughs> how many years? 
18. 18. Yeah. And he's been the top player essentially every year since then. Or top five. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So the fact that Draws he's still doing that 18 years later is absolutely insane. Same with like LeBron James. Like he's like, yeah. You know what I mean? 18 years. I know it's obviously not the same, but same. Like he's Obi. He's like Alexander the Great. So I, I would argue, I would almost argue it's harder to be as good at basketball in year 18 than it is in hockey. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. What 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 LeBron's doing I think is more impressive. But yeah. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Goat. Goat. He's like. like they're insane. Smart case goat. And number one, I did have Kale McCarr. <laughs> I, I had Kale McCarr as my number one. Look at you with the defenseman. I, that's what I mean. I didn't know what to – I had I – had, <laughs> I, mean. I didn't know. Well, think about it, bro. Like, he's, like, he's insane. Yeah, he's he is. He's insane. And I don't care, like, how many times I got to say it. Like, he's probably one of my favorite players to watch right now. Just, like – Mm-hmm. How he skates, how he shoots, how he his hands, like, and he's exciting. Like he's an okay. exciting. Colorado's must see TV. Yeah, like it's oh, like yeah. a great game, no matter who they play. Even when they spank someone, like they're yeah. it's a fun game to watch. So I would say, I would say Kale McCarr, or if I had to pick another person from the Avalanche, I'd even say like Nathan McKinnon. Right. Yeah, no, they're they're a fun team. It's gonna be interesting because a lot of awards are still gonna be battled for. I mean, you the heart, you got the rocket tight race, you got Drysidel and Ovechkin, uh, Matthews to brink at. Just he just scores goals at will. He's got quiet twenty three. Yeah, uh, you know, he's he he just scores goals. He's done it since he was uh, in Erie. But yeah, um. Should great conversation tonight, guys. Uh, Walker, I know you're looking forward to this weekend. Zero to 100 confidence meter. Your Bills beat the Patriots. I, I'm pretty confident we'll get the job done. It's uh, it's the rounds after that. I'm uh, I'm a little, a little worried about. You know, they call Josh Allen the the roller coaster. So he played very. He yeah, he played pretty good last weekend. So no. you didn't give a number. <laughs> What's that? You didn't give a number. Oh, uh, you don't I seem guess. that confident. To me. Not, not like a ninety-five. I, yeah, ninety-five. That we win. Yeah. This weekend, yeah, I'm pretty confident we'll win. You don't think so? I wouldn't be that confident. I would not be hundred. Yeah, I might as well just say if you're ninety-five, might as well be hun. Yeah, gotta leave a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah. Five percent. I don't know. I Belichick loves to play up in Buffalo. He loves to oh, win up no. there. Was Mac yeah. Jones gonna throw for sixty yards this time or what? I think maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> Might just run the football sixty times. Um, I, was, I was actually thinking maybe we switch Josh Allen to a running back. Cause he, uh, I think he's better at running the ball than throwing it. Yeah, <laughs> he's more consistent at it. I know. <laughs> He'll rush for like eighty yards a game. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then throw three interceptions. Uh, I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to tackle him because the dude's a, a big dude. Uh, oh, yeah. But, sure. um, yeah, no, uh, how about you, Craig? Any, anything on the horizon for you? Any, uh, any, any fun things coming up for you? Nothing, man. Try not to get COVID. That's Amen. about it. That's about it. Same. Oh, yeah. No, man, it's, it's crazy now. Right. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, let's all hope that we don't get it uh, and uh, stay healthy as we uh, start 2022. But, guys, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, it was a ton of fun. I always enjoy our chats, and I'm sure we'll do it um, down the line. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Jug. Yes, sir. Anytime. I'm, uh, I love doing this. So Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in on the conversation. Uh, have a great evening. Uh, go Bills, and uh, we'll talk soon.